Hello and welcome to USTS, the Ultimate Sports Training Show. I'll be your host for today's show, Bob Lemire. Joining me on today's show, great friend of mine, many, many, many years. Um, I like to call him the pride of Connecticut. Um, eighth degree grandmaster in Taekwondo. Uh, fifth dan uh, degree in Hapkido, master in Hapkido. Uh, grandmaster RJ Botticello. Welcome to the show, RJ. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. RJ, uh, well, I'm not going to call you RJ. I'm going to call you Grandmaster. <laughs> See, I, I've known RJ so many years, and, and uh, I, I have uh, many years on him. He used to be the uh, the kid at the Taekwondo school when we were actually the older guys. And I call myself older guys. We were in our 30s, early 30s, or late 20s. And uh, you come in as a how old were you when you started Attack One Door with Grandma? Thirteen. All right, so you're a kid. <laughs> you were uh, he was our little brother and he'll always be my little brother. But I'm gonna call you Grandmaster Botticello today. Um, and uh, as I said, we started together uh, back at, you started in nineteen eighty five, right? Correct, yeah. Okay. Um, before I get off my rant, or I get on a rant going here, just tell me a little about yourself. About sure. Yourself. I um I started under Grandmaster Lee in nineteen eighty five. Uh, East Hartford, Connecticut, and from then on, I'd have to say my life changed, um, more or less, not only through the martial arts, but through, um, I was involved in a family that I never knew I had, right. and then when we first met all the brothers and sisters up in Pelham, it was just more of a family, right. um, not once did I feel out of place. Nope at all right. and it was very uh welcoming right so that right. that's the love of it and that started at the, at the age of 13 imagine that's it. imagine what kids go through today and the, the peer oh. pressure and everything and now you have a family and the family you had i think when you started we were we were some of us were fourth third fourth degree yeah. uh, you know masters yeah. uh so you walked into that and that's how we we are in the Taekwondo family. Right. That's how you are with your school. You have a school now. Uh, well, Hapkido. Talk just a little about Hapkido. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so after I uh, achieved the first down in Taekwondo, I wanted to add a little something. And uh, Taekwondo is always going to be my home. That's my passion. And I started with Aikido. And, you know, here I am. At that age, you think, oh, I'm a black belt. I can handle yeah, this. Yeah, this is no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, handle everything. <laughs> well, it was a very humbling experience. Of course it was, yeah. um, I was thrown. I was moved in right. ways I've never done right. before. And then fast forward later on, I ended up into Hapkido, which is similar. Um, it's a Korean version of right. the Japanese version. Right. Smaller circle, circles, still manipulations. So it's, and I have to say that really helped my Taekwondo right, right. Um, as far as off balancing and center line and focusing um, to me it was the perfect blend right right um, who was your instructor in, in Hapkido I started uh, under Grandmaster Wong in West Hartford uh, through uh, Joel Waldron okay and then after that I ended up going to South Windsor there was a Hapkido program through the town of West Hartford uh, Master Michael McCarty. Okay. Yeah. And then he moved, and then I found some teachers up in Canada. Right, right. And it was a little weird for me because obviously I couldn't drive to Canada. Right, yeah. But it was a lot of virtual. Right. So no matter what I did, I had to 
video and make sure it was according to how they oh, cool. wanted yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was very hands-on. In the meantime, you're still going to Grandmaster Lee. Always went yeah. to Grandmaster Lee. What do you have to say about that when you were going? <laughs> he, you know, because uh, whenever I would say anything <laughs> offbeat, he would let me, he'd, he'd go right into me go, well, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> I, that was basically the same. I know. That was basically, yeah. he gave you that look and he didn't oh, know, he didn't yeah. know if he was going to hug you or hit you. Oh, yeah. And if, it, you know, it's funny when he hit you and he, he never hit you, but no. When he'd punch you, that was like being knighted by the Queen of England. Yeah, because he would, um, uh, and he did it to me uh, many times, and he'd laugh. You, oh, right. Right. And he'd hit you, and I'm like, that was a sign of affection in his right. world, you know. Uh, God rest his soul, I, I miss know. him. We're going to talk about him a lot. Thanks. I want you on the show a lot, and I know it's a two-hour ride. No, that doesn't matter. But doesn't, I, doesn't a couple matter. of times a year anyway, because we could talk and talk and talk. Um, because the funny thing is, we used to drive down. Back in the days, uh, we started at Taekwondo with Grandmaster Lee in Lawrence. And um, and we stayed in Lawrence for many years. Then I, I started a school in Pelham because Lawrence got tough. And, the, the you know, it was it was just a tough place to even park your car and stuff. But anyway, we'd all drive down, all the masters at the time, all black belts, uh, in a, a station wagon or whatever it was back in the days. Uh, eight guys, crazy as, as you could be, uh, having a ball, driving two hours I think it was every other week, every other week, or every week. I forget what it was. We were constantly there. Right. Uh, and even though it's New England, and we have Connecticut and, and, and uh, Massachusetts or New Hampshire, uh, 100 miles away, different cultures almost. Right. You could see that. Right. Uh, not Nothing bad. No. But no, no. Just, uh, just it's like, wow. Uh, and so we had more fun going down there, and you guys, I know you guys enjoyed it, uh, every other Saturday, and a two-and-a-half, two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour class to beat you to a pulp. Oh, yeah. You would beat us to a pulp. Yeah, and, and not only just physically, but mentally. Mentally and physically, yeah. And the one thing that I think was beautiful and one of the many things about Grandmaster Lee is he would give you only a few techniques oh, yeah. and he would drill you with those yeah, few yeah. techniques yeah, yeah. and until you were ready for the next that's it and uh, he made he had a way of making you want more correct it took me when I started uh, back in 1973 mm. uh, right after Grandmaster um, Pelletier and he was already green belt, Grandmaster Pelletier, and he was phenomenal at the green belt. I said, oh, dear. But he was going three, four times a week, and I started, Mr. Lee said, once a week. Oh, my God, that was breaking my heart. And after about a month, Grandmaster Lee, can I come? No, I'll tell you when. You know what I'm saying? And I go, all right. And then all of a sudden, okay, you can come two days, twice a week. Yep. Oh, it was the greatest day in my life. Yeah. And it, from then on, it was every day a week. You know? It was great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's funny. And now that school's still there. Correct. The, the location. Uh, one of Grandmaster Lee's students took that over. East Hartford, correct. East Hartford. Uh, now, what, what's, you, let, let people know about your school now that you have uh, Taekwondo school. In, okay. So we opened, or myself, uh, we opened United Korean Martial Arts in Manchester, Connecticut. It's a nonprofit organization. And um, the one thing that Grandmaster Lee was huge in doing was giving back to the community, right. uh, no matter what. And that 
is one of the traditions that we're following, just like you guys in Pelham. I see it, yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Um, it's about teaching, passing on the traditions, right, right. and giving someone the opportunity that they never had in life. Right, right. And, and that's exactly what it is in Pelham. Uh, it's a nonprofit organization. Right. The price is a half, maybe even more than half, less uh, less than what other schools are charging. Uh, because other, other schools are trying to live off it which I did for many years, tried to live off it. It's a tough business. It is. Uh, you, you one, one or two years, three years, you're doing really well. Then 12 screws open up around your area, and, and now it's saturated. And they're everywhere now. They're everywhere. And, uh, it, you know, good luck to everyone. Right. But uh, it's it's a tough, tough business. People go, oh, you own your own business. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, everything's expensive. Yeah. So to, to own a school and to, and to keep a school up uh, – now, do you teach Hop Keto and uh, Taekwondo at the same school? Or is it, yeah, yeah. What, we, what we do is um, each belt sheet, they have their Taekwondo uh, curriculum, right. their techniques from Grandmaster Lee that right. we did, right. and yeah. then we combine them with some of the Hop Keto defenses with their grabs, the, um, okay. different things like that. Right. So now, they get a little bit of both. And, and how, how is your testing now? When you test, are you testing just for Taekwondo or are you testing for Hapkido and Taekwondo at the same time? When you we test do- a Taekwondo test yeah. and then we have a separate Hapkido test. If they want or when they or, or that's, When they're eligible. When they're eligible. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. People are getting two for one. We try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, business, as I say, is up and down, up yeah. and down. And I think society's changed over the years it was so martial arts was so big back in the day oh. and now it's organized sports lacrosse and right. soccer and th- sports that because a lot of people didn't want to put their kids in football back in the day or whatever they get hurt or whatever you know and now between lacrosse and soccer and all that uh the kids don't have the time right uh, and it's too bad because you need that self de- de- defense self-discipline yep. And um, and I always said, uh, especially the, the school in Pelham when we were in Lawrence, going down with you, what a brotherhood! Yeah, isn't it a brotherhood? It is. You die for these everyone. You die for these guys. And I and I think it was um, the last time. You know, life happens. It, <laughs> yeah. it it just happens. And the last time I remember seeing you guys was at the 40th anniversary right. of Grandmaster Lee School. Right. And we haven't seen each other in years. Yeah. And it was as if it was the first day, yeah. you know? You, you never, you don't forget. No. You don't forget. And you're doing a lot. Uh, uh, I've, I've, I retired from the teaching. You know, I got my Taekwondo show here that I teach and mm-hmm. that. And then if a private lesson or whatever, anything, that, anything might happen. Right. But uh, I don't have that stability of, 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 of a class anymore just because of life, you're just saying, between my wife and yeah. my children and stuff. Right. Uh, after teaching for 40 years, I said, oh, 35 years, I said, I, I, my my wife and my children know yeah. they, they need a little of my time too but um uh i i miss it so much the teaching and seeing some of the guys uh i see them once in a while yep you know, especially grandmaster pelletier which i haven't seen for a little while but uh because i'm right down by the you know and um but uh you you've seen you you see them uh quite often uh, every couple of months we to used to yeah. um we have to get back on the schedule of training again, yeah. but we try to invite each other for right. testing, you know, right, black belt right. tests and yeah. everything. So just, just to have some fun. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so, so whereabouts in Connecticut are you now? We're not far from United. Uh, we're in Manchester. You're in Manchester. Yep. Because there's, there's maybe more. There's four schools that were affiliated with Grandmaster Lee. Correct. In your area. 
Correct. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that's yep. uh, do you see any of those guys much? Uh, no. It, as I said, life, life happens. happens. Everybody's doing their own thing, right. and right. we're just going with the flow. We're doing our own thing. Right. And okay. and so your hop keto, are you at the highest level you might be, or are you still training for your next level? Or? We're still training. Right. Um, it, we follow the, the belt system of the Taekwondo system. So right. it's the same belt ranks. Oh, is it really? Correct. Oh, that's pretty cool. Correct. Yeah. Um, that's a Korean. The Korean. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So it's a lot of the kicks, the punches, the defenses, um, you know, the blocks right. are the same. Yeah. Uh, what really gets involved is the off-balancing and the grabs and the right. throws. Right. Uh, so that that's the majority of the difference. Right, yeah. Uh, because, a, like, a guy like you would be great for the MMA. <laughs> well, no, not that I... <laughs> believe me, I'm not... I've, I've never... Rent, well, when it first started, I said, this is great, and then I said... At that time, when it first started, it was more of a barroom brawl. Right. Uh, there was just the technique was phenomenal, but they were grabbing guys that just had no martial arts skills. Right. I and I couldn't take it. I said, "I'm not watching this. This is just." Not. And then, uh, then it grew and it grew. And right. now, I, I still don't watch it uh, like a lot of people do because it's big. It is big. Uh, but I never really got into it. But. Uh, they're good. These yeah, guys, they are. Uh, these guys are tremendous, and you know because you can see the double skills that they have oh. between. Because uh, it used to be the the Hoist Gracie uh, right. boys, they they would dominate, right? Right. Until uh, other people knew how to do the grappling and the taekwondo. Right. And all of a sudden, they started getting knocked out with a, <laughs> right. a reverse round kick. Right. Yeah, that's just so funny. And uh, you, I, I see you. Uh, you flew to Korea uh, for achievement award. Uh, for the Pumse. Yeah, we oh, had yeah. a, um, there was a, a non-Korean essay contest. Right. Um, and I was placed, and there was people from all over the world, and one of the other gentlemen's grandmasters that was there, he was from Texas. Yeah, yeah. And I really didn't, I understood Taekwondo, but I have my own passion, but I really never understood the passion of the art itself. Right. Until I was in Korea. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's a, it's it's in their blood. It's like no. baseball here. Yeah. And um, yeah. I'll never forget, we were at the Korean house. It was um, like a, a dinner and a show kind of thing. Right. And we're in line waiting for the buffet. And that was yeah, yeah. probably toward the end. Yeah. And the, the Korean head person comes over to us, you know, who's your teacher? Who's your teacher? Right. Who's your teacher? So he gets to me and I said, uh, Grandmaster Moo Young Lee, East Hartford, Connecticut. Oh. He pulls me out of line, <laughs> yeah. brings me to the front sure. of the line, yeah. and had me get food first and before I, the others. They, and, and I think, that's how they are. That's, yeah, and, yeah. and I never knew. <laughs> no. I knew Grandmaster right. Lee was a lot of first. No. He was the man, but I never knew he was that right. That no. big. It's it's uh, it, that's and you got a million. So I went to Korea with him mm. in Seoul for uh, 1983. It's a trainer for the um, for the. Um, uh, a collegiate. Oh wow! All right, and that was right before the Olympics. Uh, I mean, Grand Mesley was trying to groom me to be a trainer for the Olympics. Oh wow! But as the political machine would work, of course. <laughs> and we know that story. We won't get there. Correct. But I remember being in the airport, coming into Korea, walking into the. Uh, we we're on the ground. We we're in Korea, and uh, got all our bags. And I remember whoever was uh, at the you know in charge of the line at the at the airport looked. Looked at my knuckles. He goes, Taekwondo. 
And I looked, I go, what's he talking about? And he, he points to my knuckles because they were all black and, and, and all banged up. And I looked and he said, ah, taco net. And now all the guys that we were with, it was the whole team. <laughs> taco no, It was like, wow. It was, and, and then they knew we were from America. Yep. Uh, so was, you were like ambassadors. And uh, especially with him, I mean, him being there. He, he was, all of the grandmasters would tell me, I, 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 they would talk to me and I would say, yeah, well, I'm not, you don't have to worry about anything. Else. Right. You have Grandmaster Mo Young Lee. And I would say, and more, more, more grandmasters said that to me in Korea and in, in the United States. Yeah. You never have to worry. You have grandmasters. And he, he ran the show. Correct. He ran the show for many, many years. Um, and it's uh, the stories that, and, and, and not all good. It's, no. it's, it's tough. It's a tough world out there because it's a business too. Correct. You no, know, it's a business. But um, and then uh, I well, I got a couple of things here sure. I, that you wrote down for me. I want to talk to you about um, third place in the uh, annual how, how, uh, Wang's oh Wang's, Wang's uh, tournament. tournament. Yeah, what I've was only that? I've only did a couple tournaments. Right. Um, did Pumze and sparring. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And then. Don't get me wrong. Competition is great. No, no. Uh, it, no, no. I think it's 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 amazing. But then, as it got the as the years increased, sort of the politics. Right. And no. you know, so that was that was it for me. When when Grandmaster Lee, when I, and I I think I was almost second degree, second on, and uh, we we there were no tournaments. We just trained with him, and uh. I think first or second time, I said, can we do some tournaments? No. This is before he got really involved. Really? He goes, no, that's not Taekwondo. He goes, that's a that's couple of techniques, and, and that's it. You're not mm. going to learn Taekwondo. And he, we didn't do it for a while. Then uh, we actually kind of begged him. We wanted we went to fight. You know, we had the crew. And, uh, okay. Then all of a sudden, bang, he's into it full force. You know, he didn't get any, he wasn't halfway in anything. Right. So once he got into one, all of a sudden he says, all right, I'll, I'll run my own tournament, or I'll do this and I'll do that. And he had one of the most successful tournaments in the country. Oh, I, look how big that was. Many, US many years. Cup. Well, mm. it was the U.S. Cup. He had names for it, diff, different names. So U.S. Cup, before that was the American Cup. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Yeah. I, I, he started off with one, because I used to do the T-shirts. Oh, Remember the T-shirts, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Way back, and uh, I used to do all his T-shirts for for the because I own the the company. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, we did well. <laughs> Those shirts sold. <laughs> I still have some. I really do. And uh, so, uh, yeah, he'd have thousands of people all over the country, <sighs> and it was tough. He'd have two of them a year or three of them a year. I two, maybe two, always on a holiday. The holiday weekend. Oh, right. it. Right. So people could fly from, from California and Florida. And stay till 4 or 5 in the morning the next day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. I remember I fought. When I fought in the Nationals up in Ohio, um, be there for 8. This is not him, but, you know, that, that, that be there for 8 in the morning. Okay, I'm there at 8 in the morning. You really don't eat a breakfast because you don't know when you're going to fight. Right. 3 o'clock the next morning, oh. I fought my first fight. And there's 50 people in my weight class. Three o'clock. So you waited all day. You you didn't eat much. You didn't drink. You didn't know when you were gonna get called. So what happened? That was the, that wasn't his tournaments. His tournaments were structured anyway. Yeah. That was the the nationals so out of control. Uh, and 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 if you kept winning, 
you were up for 24, uh, 36 hours. Oh, you, wow. You, you might have fought 36 hours after you got there in the morning. That's no way to, you know, like, and, and that was for national competition. You know, boxing, you fight one week or, or once or twice in one week, and then you'll fight again later on another time. It's a different game. It's a different world. But they didn't have that. I, I don't know. I got out of that now. I'm not involved with it. So I don't know how they structured now. They might have structured different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm really out of it, too, yeah, when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't want competition. Uh, he says, all you need is one technique. Uh, is that what you, you know, he would let us know. Is that what you want, one technique and win on one technique? I'm going to show you all of Taekwondo, you know. And, and you know, in, in a way, and, and I'm not knocking anyone's competition. No, 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 no. Because they're all great athletes. Same. But it's a, it's a different world. It is. Um, Especially to, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, it's, it, it well, I I, uh, I miss him so much, I really do. And uh, at the end, I was, especially my wife was sick and stuff, and I just had to stay around and stuff. Yeah. So I I I kind of uh, didn't see him for about a year or so, mm -hmm. and I think two weeks before he died, he called me, and I was in, I was on the road. Yep. And I pulled over. Because I had to talk to him. I wasn't going to drive and talk to him. He wants your undivided attention. Correct. And that's he was battling cancer. Uh, and he fought that unbelievable. And I mean, he says, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm in remission. I'm going to start training again. And I want you to. And I says, oh, wow. And then he's saying, I wish we would have, uh, you know, I could have got you another belt sooner. And this, and that. always apologetic. Yeah. Wanted that. And then, uh, then he died only a, a month later, a couple of months later. Yeah. And I think... Um because I was, I'm still good friends with James, right? And we would always keep in contact. Right. And when this started to happen, when he started to get sick, I asked his permission, you know, to give me your guys' numbers and stuff, just right. to keep you in the loop, right? Yeah. And even though we haven't seen each other in years, no, no. Um, I think that was something we all took for granted. Right. You know, you always think your dojang or school's going to be there. You always think your teacher's going to be yeah, around, and then right. when it no. they're not there. Right. Um, but the one thing I do remember is at the funeral, the beauty and what he brought together yeah. at the funeral and having you guys there. And I remember and, and I remember this like it was yesterday. We're saying goodbye to each other and right. everything. And and Grandmaster Drago looks at me. He goes, hypothetically, he goes. So what are we going to do now? Right. <laughs> With that thought, no, he said yeah, that yeah. now it's up to us. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's... And, and yeah, we, we tried to keep it going for yeah. the longest time, and we're still keeping it going. You're still keep going. Uh, as you say, life happens, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty tough. Right. Especially as you're getting older. Uh, just got to keep your body, keep that body going. Right. And we, it, do you have a good training schedule? What's your training schedule? We go Tuesday, Thursdays, yeah. and... Saturdays, and then I also do stuff every day in the morning. Right, every day. Every day, yeah. you have yeah. to. Every day. Whether it's stretching, whether it's just right. light kicks, right. walking through techniques, you have to. Right. No. You have to. You have to. I, I, uh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, and it's, um, you know, it, the problem is, and I've, I, I never had a problem working out alone. I'm, I was always, I'm a loner. I'm, I'm an only child. So Me when too. All right, so you know what it is. I do. I don't really need to have a lot of people around. So I have no problem working out by myself. I was at the school, uh, was it yesterday, the day before, uh, 
just working out by myself out on a ball. It's peaceful. It, it's kind of peaceful because my, my schedule isn't with everyone else. Right. So if your schedule isn't with everyone else, make your own schedule up right. and train. But you know that uh, you don't need anyone. No. You know what you need to train on. My thing is I'm not getting the bag time I want to get. I love the bag time. And where I train, I train at uh, different gyms. They don't have a bag. They don't even allow a bag. Oh, really? No, you can throw kicks and you can do whatever you want. But uh, it's, you know, just they don't have bags. So i um, not hitting that bag. So whenever I get to the school, um, and now i got a six-year-old grandson, and uh, he loves it. That's great. So he, me and him are going to do a little, try to get a little schedule going. There you go. Just for 45 minutes. Yeah. 40 minutes, you know. I tried to have him on the Taekwondo show. Did you see it? No. He lasted 15 minutes. Well, he was only four at the time. <laughs> and I, I think I'm that great where I can get it. I can teach him from nothing on a show for a half hour. He, he was good for 15 minutes. Then he laid down on the ground and says, I'm hungry and I want to go see my meme, his grandmother. <laughs> I says, we're almost done. No, I'm done. <laughs> I think that's like us adults at times, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, Ooh, I'm done. Well, yeah, it's funny because uh, the, the classes we used to have with Mr. Lee in, in Lawrence, uh, and that's, that's what's great to have you on the show because you lived it with us. And uh, it'd, be two, it'd be 100 degrees outside. And, and I'm not joking. It would be 100 in Connecticut sometimes. And he had only a fan in the back. No AC. No. And, um, Except in his office. I never knew, <laughs> yeah, I, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. Uh, <laughs> later on. Maybe later on, yeah. But he would, uh, he would kill us. And it didn't matter how hot it was. Uh, and, and, and as I was talking to someone the other day, I think it was uh, Grandmaster uh, Levesque. Uh, in the beginning, he was, he was old school. No water. I don't know mm. if you remember that. No water until no. he tells you that you could have water. He doesn't want you stopping in the middle of class running over to the bubble. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that was the yeah. same with us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, so even it got to a point he would say, no water, no water. And as we got higher in rank, and then you guys were always lower because, you, you know, you started a lot after. Um, you would have a break after about an hour of killing us. Okay, you can have water. And we, we would stand there and we wouldn't drink water. <laughs> just And he'd look, right? And he liked that. Uh, everyone's running for water, right? And we'd stand there looking at each other going, oh, you want to play that? We're not going to drink you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. It was funny. Some of and this he stuff. saw everything. Everything. Well, it's not he saw it. He, he taught us. Well, right. He taught us. To just and, and if you laughed, and you know, we had Grandmaster Pelletier. We had his brothers. We had craziness uh and we'd like to laugh at the class and stuff and i remember one day he stopped the class he goes okay how many muscles in your body and i don't mean to when i when i talk like him that's how we oh, talk yeah right yeah right how many muscles in your body uh do you use when you laugh now we're all thrown out two five eight and he's looking at us all of them no more laughing because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want us joking around right, in his class right and we now we're just we're trying to keep it in, you know, uh, but little things like that, little yeah. things like that, because we could get out of hand. Right. We were just, you know, you, you, you got a bunch of crazies up from uh, Massachusetts coming down. and um, The good old days. Oh, my God. We had so much fun. Yeah. To our right up, to our right back, and insanity on both ends of, of the spectrum. Like eight guys. Nobody had... You know, you had five guys way in the back of a station wagon, all <laughs> laying there just like, you know, and everybody else and everyone, you know, Grandmaster Pelletier, he would just make sure everything was craziness, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get him on the show. He seems shy with me, but we're going to talk. We'll get him on. Yeah. And, uh, it, the, you know, the one thing talking about all you guys back in the day, I remember 
you know, we'd go up there for the black belt test and you guys would come down right, here. Right, yeah. But the thing that was when it came to the black belt test, there had to be no less than 10 to 15 of you guys on the board. And it was just intimidating, right. especially if you were up there by yourself. Right. And it was, right. oh. And, and um, one thing I always, you know, I, you know this, we were all up there, but we were all still training like maniacs. Correct. We never stopped training. Right. Uh, not that some people do, but uh, just because you were fifth or sixth degree black belt, you trained with him mm -hmm. and you kept training and you right. trained harder and harder. And he would come up to me, you know, I'm sixth, seventh degree. Bob, um, you changed your uh, reverse round kick. And I'm like, I didn't change anything. I says, I did? Yeah, you don't chamber like I taught you. Like, and then you walk away. I didn't change anything. He was just trying to say, right. all right, you just listen to me. Because right. I'm, I'm watching everything you do. Right. And you drop your arms sometimes when you throw your punch. Which I always did anyway. It was the old boxing things, right? But, uh, okay, Mr. Lee. I'm a seventh degree, sixth degree. <laughs> and he's just putting me right back in my place. Oh, God. That was the beauty of it. But you loved it. Oh, of course. I loved it. And, and you know, what... The great thing having you a guest is you actually, when we ended up leaving up up to, uh, or when we were up in Mass, you were with him all the time. You had him. That's how we had him in the beginning. You know, we had him all the time, and yeah. you take it for granted. And when he said he was moving, I went, oh, no. I got to go to Connecticut because I thought he was going to shut down Lawrence. Oh, okay. We didn't know he was going to keep Lawrence, but he kept Lawrence with the, the black belts at the time. Gotcha. You know, and I think I was a red belt, and I had my own class. We started teaching, uh, you know, he had, he had a lot of his good students that he wanted mm -hmm. to teach. I want you to teach, I want you to teach. And we had, boy, we had two or three classes a night. Oh. All those classes would go to, to late, yeah. And then everyone trained together, you know. But you were uh, coming in at 13. Uh, and you were, you were, when you came in, you had no knowledge at all of martial arts? I did have, I don't know if you remember um, Kenny Lee, Kum Young Lee, um, he was, him and I grew up together, right. and he said, I want you to go to see one of the demonstrations of my Taekwondo school. I'm like, I don't know Taekwondo. The only martial arts I knew was my grandfather and I, every Saturday, would watch Kung Fu Theater. There you go. And, yeah. and that's, that's all I knew. Yeah. So um, I remember yeah. it was at a church in, in Manchester, and I remember Tam. Tam was there. Tam. I think Grandma, Tam Tram. Yes. Yep. Uh, I think Do you ever see him now? No, no. I have no idea. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah. Um, and a couple other people that were there right, yeah, and yeah. I said, I want to do it. Yeah. Um, I was one of those, didn't come from a positive household, if you will. Yeah. And being the only child, it was just me, yeah. um, you know, overweight as a child, very, you know, picked on and everything. And I never had anything that I could call or be safe in. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, thank God for music. Music was a huge one, and okay. my parents opened to music. Yeah. And then ever since I met Grandmaster Lee, everything changed. He, he was like another father to me. Correct. He was enough of that. Yeah. He's just, uh, I just, he said something, and I would listen. Yeah. And, and he, uh, he, <laughs> he'd call me a wise guy once through her. You don't, I don't want you to fight like wise guy anymore, <laughs> because if I'm fighting and and somebody missed me and I gave him a chuckle, <laughs> he didn't like that. Uh, and and it's not like we were we weren't wise guys. Right. We were never wise guys. We were scared to be a wise guy. Right. Uh, but we had so much fun as a family. Yeah. So that's what people. And I don't know how all schools are. Maybe they're like that. All I know is, my school was in Connecticut with Grandma Lee. 
The Pelham School, same thing. Right. All my, I mean, you got, I don't know how many grandmasters, eighth and ninth degree grandmasters at Pelham, uh, teaching teaching classes. We're, More than, and and business is still tough. People don't understand the talent. It is. It's just sitting there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it, no. I, Ron Ron Poulin. Yeah, that was yeah. a tough one. I just one. wanted to give him a shout out, seeing that I was talking. Yeah, uh, that God was a rest tough his one. soul, the soul. God rest his soul. Um, uh, he died last year of COVID. Right. It was COVID. Christmas Day. Good old Ron going out with a bang. With a bang. Yep. I love that. Oh, Ron was just uh, tough, tough as nails, and a wise guy. I called him a wise guy because he he would great. go he'd go right with us. The teddy you know? bear. Oh yeah, he'd tell us you know. Well, uh, you know, he, he'd, he'd, yeah. he'd want to see how far he could push you. Right. So we'd always push back and forth. Right. And we had more fun with him. Um, and, and now you don't see many of the old guys. I mean, I forget some of the names. Um, I, I keep in contact text-wise. Um, uh, Grandmaster Edlund, right. um, he's up in Mass right. um, doing his thing. Uh, Grandmaster uh, Wirtz, Danny. Oh, Dan Wirtz, yeah. Yep. Uh, Grandmaster McLaughlin. Okay. And yeah. so just yeah. text. Okay. Um, just try to keep out and keep those old ties. Whether we train or not, it's right. just, right. you know, just a hey. Now, they have schools? Does, no. no. No, none of them have a school. No. No. Um, yeah, unless, unless uh, to, to open up a school now, uh, boy, I mean, it's 24-7, and it's, it's every day. You, you've got to be doing something. Uh now, is this is that your permanent job, or you no. have another job? And and I think this is why we can do it the way that we do it. Right, because um, we're a nonprofit. I I have a full time job, and I'm blessed. Right. And right. all the instructors do as well. So right. everybody that teaches at the school, right. it's all volunteer, just like you guys. Yeah, yeah. you don't see that too often. No, you know. And as you yeah. mentioned, I do understand you have to make a living, and I do understand that. But <laughs> there's to me, there's a line that you shouldn't cross. Right, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, I know. Um, I, I watch some people and they do seem like they're making it, but I don't know because unless you have, I'm, I'm saying at least a hundred students, uh, you got bills are unbelievable. Uh, whether you yeah. own your own building or whether the lights or right. the insurance, I don't know what insurance is now. It, oh. Is it, is it crazy? It, for Connecticut, is. Connecticut is. Connecticut huh? is. Cause I was doing private lessons in, uh, at, uh, Textron after work and boy it was cheap it was cheap mm -hmm. to, to, for me to get insurance right. on, on, on any student that i got uh, but the school itself must be you know to have that yeah uh, liability and then everything else well, anything can happen right uh knock on wood and every day you know nowadays you got to protect everything oh it's yeah because back in the day you and i you know we've seen injuries mm. especially a test that's what would happen people you always push yourself at a test uh, you got to jump over more people. You got to do, do, do more boards or something, right. and bones break. Yeah, and uh, it's part of the. It's just part of the thing. Then now, <laughs> you don't know if you're gonna have a lawyer knocking on your door exactly. the next day. So exactly. you gotta you gotta have a good form. Right. Uh, you you must have a good lawyer, I guess. I don't know. Oh yeah, he's a the good best. Form. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, and uh, they gotta sign that form, knowing what they're getting into. But. The injury isn't like what people would think. No. I think I think in in uh, basketball, you get your little children in basketball. You don't have to say football because that's just ridiculous. Right. That's how. You, I mean, that's just getting hurt. But basketball, you're up going up in the air. You come down on someone's ankle. You just blew your knee out. That's right. That could be out for the rest of your life. So we're more structured. 
All right, Taekwondo, if you have a good instructor, as yourself, I was, uh, to prevent the injury, to throw the kick right, to throw these, uh, any movement, or when you're taking people down, uh, not to hurt each other. And I think, oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Um, and I think that's where we were blessed because that's right. how Grandmaster Lee was. Right. Um, never got hurt. Ne- never, uh, never. You know, we would have bumps and bruises, and if oh. things happen, things happen. But because he was such a technician and he watched everything, the foot placement, your hand placement, that helped down the long road. It, yeah. I, I, see, People wouldn't understand unless they had him for no. an instructor, uh, and and he, uh, he 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 influenced so many people, and I mean grandmasters all over the world. If I was with him, as you said, they would take you aside, mm-hmm. and and they'd want you to know what you had there. Right. Uh, now, at the end, of, at the end, uh, as you say, politics and the Olympics and stuff. Boy, I think that hurt him. He was so he 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 worked he was so crushed. hard. He was crushed because of of seeing how people the power there was a power thing that everyone wanted to have, and uh, and I, that's not what he was about. No, no, he just he had a vision and his vision. And like I say, he had the greatest tournaments in the world. Mm-hmm. Taekwondo, and they was no they were known to all around the country. They were flying right. in from Canada. Right. I remember Mexico, Canada. Um, it, it was like, wow, the Canadian had their own team. They loved them, you know. And he was, and then he'd have big meals for us after. Uh, remember when we used to stay with oh. him all day, <laughs> and then they'd have the Korean meals. Yeah, and, 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 and in between your break, you'd hope and like the the bulgogi <laughs> wouldn't run out, or you know the japchae wouldn't. Oh, run can out, I have know? five helpings of the bulgogi? <laughs> exactly. That's, you know, it's funny because that's where I first learned a lot of uh, the Korean. Me, uh, food and uh, kimchi. What's kimchi? I ain't eating that. And then I got hooked. I got hooked on kimchi. Mm. And um, do you like kimchi? I love right. kimchi. And uh, it, and and the thing is, I I would start buying it because you, you I can't make it. Here, this is how you make it. You try to make it like Mrs. Lee would make it. Oh no, no, no. Uh, and you'd buy it. Now it wasn't even close, but I would buy it at, at Korean stores in, right. in uh, and I would eat it. Your breath would be so bad, <laughs> and you'd be losing friends. <laughs> and I'd eat so much. I'd have ice cream and with kimchi on the side, right? And my stomach, all of a sudden, over the days, I'm going, "Yep, I know my stomach hurts." And what's wrong? My wife would go, "Stop eating that stuff." <laughs> we went to a restaurant two or three weeks ago, and they had kimchi. They had a kimchi uh, in a salad bowl with rice and whatever. I devoured that, and I had a lot left over. Brought it home, put it in the refrigerator. My wife opened the refrigerator the next morning. She goes, "That goes in the barrel." That's what my wife says. <laughs> she goes, "Put it downstairs." It you know, it's it's great. And in two days, my my breath kind it kind yeah. of come back, but it was it's just, and it's the greatest. And if you don't know what kimchi is, uh, how would we explain it? Cabbage and spices and yeah, little, uh, it's fermented cabbage. Fermented. You're right. And they make it, put it into a jar, and dig it into the ground back in the day well that's how kenny lee's mom they would have little flags in the backyard and it would be in a big jar six months it would it's ferment six six months, months. In, and that's when you have the greatest oh. now mrs lee didn't do that did she do you know that i don't know because her kimchi was second and none. the whole the whole time they would make food anything yeah all the wives back then would make the food oh. for the tournament competitors oh. and even go to their house yeah oh. it was amazing i miss those days so bad and you make a great point because i think not only does that food 
bring us, you know, taste memories and but it also brings memory of him. All right. Of course. And that yeah. so it, it's it's a yeah. special bond. Yeah. For and us. you le- we learned the Korean heritage and the Korean way through him. Correct. We learn a lot. Uh <laughs> because uh young wise guy not wise guys but young uh wild uh, american kids and you've got this grandmaster coming from korea learn just learning the language mm. uh boy he slowed you down and he yeah. says oh you have a lot of energy okay we'll work with that energy yeah. and he did yep. he did uh and that's why it's fun to talk to someone like yourself uh i could talk to all my guys but we were all, we were always together but you we weren't together that much right we only seen you on a you know Every whatever you know. Did you go to those classes every two weeks? Or were you able to do that? I tried you, to. Yeah. Um, I do remember. Or were you too young? Like, because at the end, I don't know if we were doing it once I opened the school in, in 1990. Were we doing it no. after 1990? After uh, I'd never been to the Low, the Lowell or Lawrence School. I've right. been to Pelham. Right, the Pelham. Yeah. Right. That um, was 1990. We opened the Pelham School. Okay, yeah. so that was okay. So I was five years in. Right. At okay, that point. So. so, yeah, I remember the first time I was at your school was when I tested for third Don, I think. Okay. Third degree. Wow. That was the first time. And then the first time we got together after Grandmaster Lee's funeral was up there, and it was just so emotional because oh, it yeah. was just the first time, right. you know, no, without no. him. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have so much, so many movies because I always, I used to, before the phone, before your phone, anyone had a phone. I always had a movie camera, and, and uh, Mr. Cardio always had that. Your, yeah. Master Cardio. Uh, we have so many movies of it. I'm just hoping they're not dead, because I had the big V8. Right. Yeah, uh, and all these pictures of him young, and I've got to try to get them out. Yeah, uh, that would... I've got thousands of them. Oh. I have my, my son when he was eight, and he, I, eight years old playing football, all the way till he was like 19, mm. every game. And any sport that we did, and any time we had a tournament or exhibition, I got exhibitions that we all did. You bet you you're right in a lot of them. Well, the best thing nowadays is you can easily tran- you you get can. someone to transfer. The problem, is, the problem is if you didn't put them in a safe place, they mold out That's and they true. die. They, they brittle. And you put them in your VCR, and they either destroy your VCR, uh, or, yeah, or they just don't come out. They just so die. So you're afraid to play them. <laughs> you are? Yeah. And, and I do. I put them in, and then I look. But, and then I have to wash the heads on, on the yeah. old VCRs, because you can't even get a VCR. You know, right. I'm talking about the A-tracks. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of them. That, but, and then I keep saying I'll do it. And you know how you put things off. You know, <laughs> I'm busy right now. But, um, yeah, so we're going to be doing a show, you and me, in, a, in, a, in, a, in about a half hour. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, we'll do some uh, Hakido. Whatever you want. Uh, just, and, and, I, and I told you, you, you know, I I got a, the mic on so you can't throw me around like a rag doll. So. I was hoping <laughs> you'd throw me. <laughs> no, I ain't throwing anybody. I'm going to let you do the show. You're going you're gonna to do the whole show. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a half-hour show. Yeah, and anyone could watch this, uh, on. we're on YouTube now. Uh, we just come on a couple of months ago. Uh, YouTube. Uh, TKD or Grandmaster Bob Lemire, he'll pop up all my shows. Um, and uh, DATV has all the shows around here and in New England. Um, uh, it's, it's, that's why I want to do a few shows with you because sure. the talent you have, and you're a hum- humble guy, and I know, uh, the talent you have, not many people have. Uh, to, have uh, to be a master at Hapkido and a grandmaster in Taekwondo, you know, you should be right. Are you writing at all? Are you writing, trying to write a book? Are you ever thinking or writing memoirs? And 
that has a you yeah, it's been it. on my mind. You've got to do it. I, I know. Do it. It's no. just a matter of, uh, I've been doing it for years, but then I stop. I do it stuff. I got notebooks like that, but five pages in each notebook. Because each time I'm, I'm going to start again. And I'll <laughs> write stories of all our adventures yeah. back in the day, whatever, and Grandmaster Lee's teaching. And then I stop, the notebook goes somewhere else. Then all of a sudden I collect all notebooks all over the house. And I go, well, I got a lot here. Keep writing. <laughs> but uh, and now that I'm almost ready to fully retire completely, I'll have a lot of time on my hands. Oh, uh, don't you, you know. dare. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm talking about retiring from my other oh, job. Oh, thank God. Yeah, okay, yeah. Good. Oh, I never uh, good. completely retire from Taekwondo. Uh, I'll always teach one way or another. I've been doing the show here, uh, the uh, the Taekwondo show, uh, here in Pelham. I started in 1990. That's 33 years. Wow. 33 years of shows. I mean, I, I lost count of how many I have. I've been with these guys for a number of years, but uh, back in 1990, I was in Pelham. They had their TV studio. So uh, there's a lot of, it's all Grandmaster Lee's teaching Taekwondo. Uh, and all those shows, I couldn't get them on the show. Okay, I'm ready. All right, next week. Oh, I can't next week. And that went on for years. And Humble. Just, well, no, he couldn't. He was he oh, was a busy, busy guy. Okay. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, do, do you don't do tournaments. You you don't have no. any, you know guys don't do any tournaments. No. We were talking about doing something with the inner schools and you know just having fun, just getting you know. Together. Sometimes you don't even have to have the sparring. No. Uh, you could do uh, a tournament with um, breaking. Right. Pumse. Right. Uh, special techniques, mm -hmm. uh, back and forth with your partner. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, people love that. Yeah, because a lot of th that's something that you get nervous, but you don't worry about fighting. Right, because a lot of people get nervous about fighting. You know, yeah. either you're young or you have a job to go to the next day, and you know, it's it's kind of tough. True. You know, um, I, I, is it in the Olympics? I, I forget if it's still in the Olympics. I think it is. I haven't. I asked Graham Messerly one time. I said, did you watch the Olympics? The Taekwondo? No. He's like, no. I, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't like that. He taught us I was that. like, and that was it? Was that a conversation? He taught us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's it. He had the attitude. And, and we begged him to go to tournaments. And then after a while, we were going to tournaments. And we go, I don't like it. I want Mr. Lee. All I want is to train with Mr. Lee right. and my boys. And the boys. Right. And... Uh, you know, and it's not just our school. A lot of schools and a lot of sports, and that's the great thing about sports. You get a camaraderie with your friends. And uh, if you're on a winning baseball team, there's nothing like it. No. Our school was always like a winning baseball team or a football team. We always were in that mode. Yeah. Let's go to class. Let's beat each other up. Mm -hmm. Remember the sparring classes we would have? Ugh. We would beat each other and no pads. No. You didn't need no pads, no headgear. Nope. And we would go and go. No one would get hurt. We had self-control. Yeah. And um, enjoy yourself. So, And then I remember we'd drive home, or even with you guys, uh, oh, nice sparring. Yeah, look at the <laughs> look at yeah. the bruise. Oh, yeah, well, look at the bruise you gave. <laughs> and you had them all over your body. <laughs> you look like a twister board going Oh, you're home. all beat up. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's so much fun. And um, uh, Mrs. McLaughlin, Matt Grandmaster McLaughlin? Yes. How's she doing? I uh, I want to give her a shout-out. Yeah, please. Yeah, we yeah. Um, I, I always tell her and Grandmaster Pelletier, it's like now we have... Two Mr. Lees in one school, there you, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and, it, and it's great. Yeah. She uh, she texted me because I put something on Facebook. 
the other day, and she texted, you still got it, something like that. And I go, all right, there's this, because she was the greatest. She still is. She's probably one of the greatest women taekwondoists no doubt. I've ever met. No doubt. And humble as you can be. Uh, I remember going to national competitions, and she would take out the big girls, mm -hmm. and she would go right after them, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. And she wasn't a big girl. But she was as fast and as limber as any any woman that yeah. I, or any martial artist that I've ever seen. And it was great because, you know, people said, oh, yeah, I just got out of Grandmaster Lee's class. I'm exhausted. And they would say the same thing about Grandmaster McLaughlin. Right. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we're going to Grandmaster Jones class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he had you guys teaching there uh, for a while, well, yeah, she while, was while he was there. She was running a morning show. Oh, so uh, he, run morning show. Yeah, that's yeah. how we should have done it. Yeah, break yeah. it up a little, and then he had his own classes. Mr. Lee. Yeah. 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 But there was a time where he stepped back. You know, you get burned out, and you do. He you do. You took time tired. out, and then you know, different people covered. The school was still open, which was great. Right. Um, and then he came back, and I think whether he was there for one day a week right. or whatever, just knowing he was still around. He was such he was such a great grandmaster that he he should have he could have just went to a big auditorium and just say I'm going to give a, a two hour class yeah. uh, and this is what you will pay and people would have paid around the country. Yes, they he would. Never, I don't think he ever did that. I mean, we, I, I remember know. we do have to we used to have big special because he had a great big school, and we'd have uh, he'd have special guests every once in a while, and and we would have big special classes, but he could have done that around the world. He he. Uh, and he didn't because of his, you know, he had his wife and he had his children. He was busy. He was busy. He life. Life happens. Yeah. Um, but he had the talent and the, uh, and it reflects on a guy like yourself. And, and yeah, you guys. Right. Uh, and anyone you talk, anyone I've ever talked to about him or his students say the same thing. They say, what a unbelievable school, you know, and, and, uh, you know, uh, Grandmaster Park, um, up in New Hampshire, yep. uh, he was very good friends with Grandmaster Lee. We were very close to him. You're very close to him. Um, I don't see him as much as I used to, but uh, he was like he was like uh, to me. He was like a brother of of Grandmaster Lee, and now he's a brother of ours. You know, of course. And I never met him till actually the funeral. That was the first time I ever met him. Isn't that wild? Wow. Yeah, because yeah, he uh, he would come when. Uh, when we had the school in, in the Lawrence, okay, he, he when he came from Korea, and uh, or I'm not sure if he just came from Korea or was living somewhere in the United States. Then all of a sudden, him and Mr. Lee got really close. They got really close. So I remember him coming down to school in Lawrence very first time. Hey, how are you doing? And I think I was the same rank as him, you know. So we always had a, you know, oh, a brotherhood type of gotcha. thing, like uh, you know. He'd bow to me, and I'd give him a little bow to, and uh, we're both the same, my friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why uh, the the respect yeah. that, that that you have, uh, and it's you know, it's almost like you should be respecting your elders. Right. Everyone should respect the elders in the United States, and it's not that way. It's like oh, he's old. Not when you're a grandmaster. You know what I'm saying? Grandmasterly taught us that, or, or when you've learned an art and you kept it up. All right. You. Uh, you you know how to respect other people for what they've done, right? And it's it's anything, Am right? That right. Yeah. And and also that to respect yourself. That's you right. Know, he he was a big advocate of that, and he uh, when we would talk, no matter what I I would say to him, he'd say no no no. 
Because I would tell Mr. Lee. I remember one day I said, Mr. Lee, uh, we went to a restaurant. Uh, yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a salad, a mashed potato, and uh, not a mashed potato, but a baked potato salad and uh, something else. You have to eat meat. I says, I really don't eat meat much anymore. You need the protein. <laughs> wow. So I started eating meat yes, again. Yes, sir. <laughs> I says, all right, I'll take the protein. I, I liked meat. Right. But, uh, you know, maybe my wife at the time was pushing off it or whatever. And uh, I went back to eating meat. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Anything you want. Um, and I think, and I'm not sure about you, but when you talk to your students, you you can hear him talking. Always. And, you, and you, you're telling students something, and is that how I should be saying it to them? And, you know what I'm saying? And we learn. And, and we, you know. Yeah, you learn. You, learn. Yeah. you know, lucky for me, I have some students that had Grandmaster Lee as a, as a teacher. Right. So it's it's a different generation nowadays. Right. Uh, but we still remember how it was, and we can still hear that voice yeah. even when we're teaching. You know, don't drop the leg or yeah. you chamber that yeah. kick. and Higher chamber. But that's it. Chamber higher. That's it. Yeah. Or the one more round. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, one more round. Uh, I remember one day, it, it, I, I said this in the last show with uh, with uh, Grandmaster uh, Levesque. He and you might have been out there. Okay, jump reverse round kick in the mirror. All right. Now, after five or ten jump reverse round reverse round kicks, you're tired. He walked into his office, and we jump reverse round kicks. Right. And he's looking out the window. He's still watching. He's watching. He picks up the phone. All right, and I went. He's on the phone, and we're gonna keep doing this. And I see people. You know, he's on the phone like this, and uh, I see people bent over trying to breathe. He'd say, "Bob, keep kicking." All right, so he'd keep kicking. And uh, years later, I asked him. I said, "Mister, you remember when?" And he'd always deny it. You know, do you remember when you would go in the other room and make us do jump reverse round kicks? And he'd start laughing. Yeah, right, with that laugh. Yep. I says, and I remember you went on the phone. I said, I don't think there was anybody on the other side of that phone. <laughs> you knew? <laughs> he starts laughing, then he punched me. He goes, you knew? I go, well, you did it more than once. Right. You'd go there, you'd pick up the phone, and you'd watch, and like, I'll make leave on the phone, and they got to keep kicking jump reverse round kick. Yep. How many jump reverse round kicks do you think oh. you do in a row before all of a sudden your legs just want to fall apart? Well, I remember on black belt tests, he had a start. That was the first drill. That yeah, was thank you. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not getting away with anything. No, no. no. no oh, no. you thought this was going to be easy? <laughs> right. That's exactly. what you would say. Yeah. Exactly. Was that an easy test? Are you tired? No. Oh, okay. Next time <laughs> you're going to be tired. Right. I remember he would say to me, uh, Bob, are you so after my class? And, uh, the very first time I said, did he ask me that question? No, Mr. Lee, I was good. I, I wasn't sore. Oh, then you weren't working out hard enough. We're going to have to do it. Oh, boy, and he did. He remembered that, and the next time, doubled the way, the way he was going to work out with you. He wanted you sore and hurt the next day. Yeah. And if you weren't, then you didn't train hard that day. And I think we all remember, I mean, in East Hartford, um, you know, he would come out of his office, because we would all get that he'd be in his office, right. and we're all sitting there stretching, ready for class. The minute he would come on the mat, we would n we would automatically knew know if we were in trouble because if he walked out with just that straight no look, <sighs> and he would just nod his head, yeah, we'd look at each other. We're in trouble. Yeah, and then there were days where he, you know, hey, how are you? And in a better like, mood. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. But that was it. That was it. And, it was and beauty. If <laughs> it had to happen to you because it happened to everyone. If by any chance you said anything or did anything that he was displeased with, oh. you got you got you got the grimace. 
His mouth, his mouth would go down like this. We we always used to do it. He'd go, and I go, oh, why did and I? And it say would that? go right through you. Oh yeah, right through you. Oh yeah, man. He, he'd be silent, mm-hmm. and that silence and the stare, and I'm like, wow, this man's powerful, you know. And he would, he didn't never told you. He, he was so simple. He was so simple of the way he would teach, right? That you would understand it. Mm-hmm. And I got a feeling that's how you try to. And, and I know how you teach, and I know how you are. You've taken his humbleness, and you brought it to yourself, saying, even though you're the grandmaster, these students are going to teach you something also, or a new student. And it's funny you said that, because I, I told my class, um, I think it was last week or the week before, I learned so much more from them yeah. than they do me. That's right. And it's yeah. just... Life. Right. Life. You, you learn right. in life, yeah. And, yeah. you know, am I going to make mistakes as a teacher? Absolutely. And I expect them too, but that's how we all learn that's together. Right. That's right. Well, you know, it's funny because a teacher, when you're a teacher, you know, a teacher of anything, whether it's music uh, in a school, a regular school, high school, you get 35 students in a class. You get 35 different personalities, right. 35 different lives, 35 people with different problems. And you're trying to blend them into one class right. and you do it. And for that 30 minutes or that one hour, they forget everything except for what's going on. And that's a unity. And that's, that's psychology. Right. That's good for your psyche and it's good for, uh, for your whole body to get the, all the problems out for a little while. And in the meantime, you're getting into a great shape. You're learning a martial art, you know. Um, we're almost done. We've been here. We've been doing this for an hour. It's, this is great. We just scratched the surface. Yes, we did. We scratched. Us. I, I, I've got to get you. Uh, I, I want to get a couple of black belts. Sure. On the, in this show, uh, because we'd be bouncing off each other like crazy men, because uh, and uh, uh, whether it's grandmaster, uh, well, I, I, all the grandmasters, all of us. Uh, eventually, I want to get everyone on, and it's pretty tough because my schedule and their schedule are pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, and like you drove two hours, and all I could make it was today at, oh. at two o'clock but i mean that's that's what happens it's been a two-hour ride well, yeah. well I, I you know i think at this point in our lives it's we're at a different not only physically but mentally yeah i, I yeah. think two hours is right you're, you're thinking in two right. hours your your brain right. all of a sudden you're there you're going wow that was a, that right. was a quick two hours yeah right and uh but uh, thank you so much. So um, your, your school is, where, what's, what's the location of your school? Manchester, Connecticut, yeah. uh, United Korean Martial Arts. United Korean, and, and your website? www.ukmaselfdefense.com. Excellent, excellent. Yep. Um, and we're, we're on YouTube now. Uh, it's TKD Grandmaster Bob Lemire, but if you uh, put Grandmaster Bob Lemire, um, you'll, get, you'll probably get it too. You get a podcast and you get the Taekwondo show, which we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be able to see uh, Grandmaster uh, Botticello um, do some of his hapkido. Right? They, we do Taekwondo almost every week, so sure. hapkido is going to be a, a little variety. It'd be great sure. for them. And I can't thank you enough, everybody here, and yes. you know all yeah. my instructors, the school, my students, everybody, our whole family. Right. The so family. it's just a blessing to be here. It's the family, yeah, the family that never... We'll always be together. That's right. Always. So thank you so much, uh, Grandmaster Botticelli. Thank you, sir. Uh, we'll do it again maybe in a couple of months, hopefully, if you yes, can. Yes, sir. Okay, till uh, next time, I hope you enjoyed this, the, the show. Uh, have fun and uh, train hard.